Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. Hello, everybody. We are back. We're back. In full effect. Yes, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're... Okay. He just have to be extra. That's that's what that is. <laughs> I just love this podcast. I love what we do. Yes, we I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. And we love who we do it for. We yes. are doing it as unto the Lord. Oh, I thought you was going to say we're doing it for the people. We're doing it for the people. For the people. But we're doing it because... We feel led of the Lord. Yes. We're doing it as unto the Lord. We're doing it for the people, mm-hmm. but we're doing it as unto God. As unto God. As unto God. As unto God. Yes. That's, okay. That's what we're doing. We're letting our light shine Let so your light shine. we can please the Lord. Let your light shine. Let yeah, because shine. so that's a good segue right into what we're going to talk about. We're talking about the will to do it, part three. And when we first started this podcast, I was not willing to do this, y'all. Let me just keep it real. Let me keep it real. Let me keep it raw. Keep oh, it, you mean that this, keep it, keep the it initial podcast, not this topic? Not this topic. Oh, okay. No, podcast in general. Yeah, you didn't want to do it. I did not have the will to do it. Didn't want to do it. But. Not going to do it. I, I did it, but I did it with an attitude. Mm-hmm. And I got convicted because um, one of the things as we was preparing for this podcast, not this week specifically, but just the topic in general, I was just thinking about how we be in our feelings. In marriage, we often get caught up in our feelings. Wham. Like, I didn't want to do it because I didn't feel like doing it. Wham. <laughs> and we treat our marriage the same way. Wham. We are feeling, what about me? Yeah. Okay. What about me? We are feeling people. So a lot of times we unfortunately allow ourselves to be led by how we feel or mm-hmm. be led by our emotions. And we're like, I don't feel like doing that. But I guarantee you, those who have to get up and go to work every day and have a a job because you want to eat, you want to put clothes on your back, food on the table, drive that nice car, put gas in that car, put food in your fridge, maybe take some vacations, whatever you want to have money for. You don't feel like getting up, but I bet you get up, right? Get up. And <laughs> <laughs> we both started laughing because I know what you was thinking. I'm not going to say it. I don't. I wasn't thinking anything. Oh, I know what I was thinking. Okay, don't. get your. Oh, uh, uh, no. it's in the Bible. Uh, yeah, but it's this in is, the Bible. It's a Christian podcast. We're it's not in the Bible. That word is in the Bible. Yes, dear, it is. But it yeah. is referring to a an animal. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> get your booty up. Basically, we want you to stop giving in to your feelings. Your feelings and your will will often clash. Or bump heads. Oh, that's good. That's good. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean that you shouldn't be willing to do it. Um, Whatever that is, be that of being nice to your spouse, be that of 
forgiving your spouse, Mm -hmm. be that of apologizing to your spouse, be that of doing what is required of you in God's word in Ephesians 5, where it talks about uh, loving and submitting one to the other, respecting and honoring one another, all of those things, um, you have to be willing to do that whether you feel like doing it or not. So keep that in mind. Your feelings and your will are often not in agreement with one another. Willing to do something, you have to be intentional about it. If you lean into your feelings, you can miss God most of the time because God is a spirit and he will move by his spirit. He will move us by the spirit. Um, and I lost my train of thought for a second. Did you want to add something? Yes, I, I will I, add something. Because when you were talking, the scripture came to me. And it, when you're talking about your, your will will be opposite of your feelings. They will, they, they will be in a Disagreement, conflict. clash, Dis- conflict. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So in Romans 7 and 23, and it's the King James Version. Um, it says, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, uh, which is in my members. I'm trying to think where's the scripture at. I just saw it. Uh, da, 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 where he talks about I would do good, but evil. Oh, it's 21. It's 21. Ex- excuse me. I find then a good law that when I would do good, evil is present. So you always going to have that uh, conflict of good versus bad, good versus evil, what you feel like doing versus my will to do what I'm supposed to do. Right. You and, have that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to be ever so present. And so just like you can um, smile or you can frown. I think if I'm if I'm going somewhere with this, I think I'm going somewhere with this. It <laughs> takes more effort. You may have told me this to frown than it does to smile. You use more muscles to actually frown than you mm-hmm. do to smile. Yes. So smiling, but smiling brings uh, it does something to you. I it, don't know. It releases those uh, endorphins that makes you feel good. That serotonin, that feel good hormone in your body yeah. when you smile. So, and sorry, pop myself. I said that to say, just as easy as it is to frown, uh, it actually is harder to frown than it is to smile. But it's just that simple. It's like you you make the choice. What what do I want to do? Do I want to give in to my feelings, or do I want to say no? I'm going to will to do this. I want I want God's will to be done mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. So it it is really that easy or that. That simple. That simple. It, yeah. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's a choice. And some people will you'll want to make it harder than it has to be. Some of that has to deal with who you're hanging around and who you're allowing into your circle, your space, your confidants, who's speaking into your life and what they're saying, who's giving you advice. Uh I believe it's in Psalms, it talks about um uh, the, 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 the wise counsel. I'm, I'm going to find it. 
but it talks about having wise counsel yes. and doing, not making decisions based upon um, not having talked to someone. And again, if you're going, if you're in a marriage and you're in a rough spot or a rough place, you definitely want to reach out to someone. Uh, I would say preferably of the same sex that's already been down the road that you're going. This is going to take a leap of faith for some people because you may not have that person in your circle. And even if you reach out to that person uh, that you want mentorship or help from, they may never come into your circle because they're just helping you to get from where you are to where you want to go. Hopefully that makes sense. So let's say uh, I was just backing up what you said, your will and your flesh, your will and your feelings will be in conflict at times. Right. And you have to make a conscious decision and effort to say, I'm not going to just uh, give in to my feelings because as we stated last week, we're coming up on 36 years of marriage. And if we would have given up to out, given into our feelings at the same time, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. There's no way we would be sitting here doing what we're doing right now. Right. It's not possible. And, and basically, that means that uh, we did right because it was right to do right, not because we felt like it, because we don't always feel like it. And I'm not saying we got it right every time, which is why... Um, Marriage is hard work. It, mm-hmm. It's learning, it's growing, it's challenges. And um, it's, challenges. It, it, it's challenges. But basically, it means not doing what's right because you don't feel like it. Like, I don't want to do that because I don't feel like doing that, mm-hmm. even though that is the right thing to do, whatever that is. Um, or doing things you desire that is not right because you feel like it. Oh, I want to step out on my husband because I feel like it. I want to, you know, leave because I feel like it or because marriage doesn't feel Mm -hmm. good right now, but your will has to be stronger to stick to it. Our feelings have nothing to do with a godly marriage. Absolutely nothing. It's a spiritual thing. Willing to do something doesn't always line up with with wanting to do something. Douglas and I haven't always wanted to be married. We haven't always wanted to be married to each other. Amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, that's keeping it real with you. But we're still here because we were willing to fight the good fight of faith. We were willing to stick it out. We were willing to do the will of God. So when all else fails, we were like, okay, God, (laughs) it's you and me. And God willed us. And it because it's the will of the Father concerning us, it had to be our will. Not my will, but thine will be done. As it is in heaven, let it so be on earth. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But it's important to remember that marriage is a God thing. And so whether you feel like it or not, you have to be willing to do the will of God concerning marriage. Um, and I want to read a scripture in Romans 8, 5, coming from the Passion Translation. Mm-hmm. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. 
I'm going to pause a second. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. Again, those who are motivated by the flesh, our flesh often rules our feelings, Mm -hmm. only pursue what benefits themselves. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. So we're not operating in the flesh. Oh, we are. We live in the flesh, but we should not be operating or motivated by the flesh. When you're um, saying, I'm going to, to will to do this, I believe you have your will to do this has to be, you're looking at the big picture and you start looking at uh, purpose. Because your, your feelings will tell you, ah, it's not worth it. You know, let's call it quits, start all over. But if, you know, you're willing to do something, you're saying, okay, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than my wife or my husband, my spouse. And so I want our legacy or what future generations coming behind us will see is the two of us made it. We stayed together and we want to be able to say we completed or we fulfilled God's purpose when it comes to marriage in our life. I believe that's what will is versus feelings. Uh, will is big picture, 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road. Uh, even long, when, after we're gone. Well, long after we're gone, you know, there'll be pictures hanging on the wall in your great, great grandchildren's house. Of, oh, you know, mama and pop pop, they were married 60, 70 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if I saw them do it, or oh, maybe they didn't see them do it, but if they did it, surely we can do it. And you never know the example that you are setting for someone coming down the road. You don't know who's coming behind you. And in the scripture I was talking about earlier, Psalms 1 1, in the amplified version, it says, Blessed. Fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example. That's what I was talking about. You got to be careful who you're allowing in your circle, who you're allowing to speak to you, and who you're allowing in your space. Got to be careful. And you got to be careful what you're doing and what you're saying, um, because... Your grandkids, your kids, other people are listening. Mm-hmm. Other people are watching. Other people are taking note and taking cue from you, whether you think they are or they're not. Your life really isn't in its totality about you. It is not about you. Um, and, and we definitely know marriage is not about you. It is not about you. I want to read Romans 8. 12 through 14 in the NIV version. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led of the spirit of God are the children of God. Mm -hmm. You have to remember, 
my brothers and my sisters, you are a child of the Most High King. You are a child of the Most High God. We have an obligation. Govern yourselves accordingly. (laughs) You really need to make sure that you are doing the will of the Father. And that means your feelings have nothing to do with it. And that, uh, sorry, I want to cut you off. In that scripture, you did, but go ahead. In that scripture, I thought it was interesting. He says, "Therefore, brothers and sisters." So he's talking to believers. Yes. He's not talking to anybody who doesn't say, "I don't believe in Jesus Christ." So he's talking to fellow believers, and he's saying, "It's your obligation. It's your duty." I just ripped something. Not to be led by your flesh. Not to be led by your feelings, and. That's what we've been saying for the last three weeks is you have an obligation to each other and not just each other, but people coming behind you. But your obligation is don't be led by your feelings. You have to, there has to be some internal, this is what I was going to say. There has to be some internal drive in you that says, even when I hit a wall, whether it's in our marriage, our relationship, I'm going to keep going. Uh, we both went back to school and got our degrees. But for both of us, I can truly say this. There was a time in our journey, journey, mm-hmm. our educational path, that we hit a wall. It's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to take any more classes. I don't want to write why, any more papers. Why am I doing this? Yeah, you, <laughs> you hit that wall. But you have to will say, no, I'm looking at the big picture, the end result, you know, getting our degrees and so on and so forth. So that... So that's why I said your will has to be looking at the big picture, the end result, whereas your feelings, feelings come, feelings go. You know, it's hot one day and it's 50 degrees the next feeling. You know, you put some more clothes on, you keep it moving, take some clothes off, keep them. Well, not all your clothes, take some clothes off, keep it moving. But end result, will you have to want this thing. You have to want a godly marriage because it does not happen overnight. And as you said, probably a few minutes ago, maybe five minutes ago, God created marriage. So that's why your feelings really have no, I ain't going to say no say because we we have feelings. We're, we're humans. But God created marriage and we're not to be led by our feelings or our flesh. Because a lot of times your flesh will lead you down the path that may not be what's best for you long term. And so you have to remember that and be mindful of that so that you don't uh, make a temporary, uh, make a permanent decision based off a temporary circumstance. I haven't heard that in a while, but it's so true. A lot of times we will, and, and I'm not saying your spouse didn't do whatever it was they did. They probably did. But I know there are, two or three sides to every story, even though they did whatever they did. Granted, I get that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go to counseling if we need to. And we're going to make a, we're going to change our behavior. We're going to change the people we hang around. We may have to change our phone number. We may have to change whatever we got to change. But our will, we're going to will to stay together, stay married, get through this, because I I'm telling you, it's God honest, God honest truth. Mm-hmm. 30, 
five years ago. No, 31. 30. 30 years ago. 25 25. (laughs) years ago. We did not see this. There's no way we saw this 25 years ago. Did didn't happen. We couldn't fathom being here in a in a place and a space where we're having a marriage ministry where we're encouraging others to to keep doing what they're doing. No way we saw this. Right, because those years, years five, ten, fifteen, twenty, we still need an encouragement ourselves, and we still do today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that we have. Um, we have history now that we can help other people. We have testimonies of things that we have overcome that if we had succumbed to our feelings, we would not have overcome them. Mm-hmm. If we would have given in to how we felt, we wouldn't be here today. And I dare say, yeah, Doug and I, we still get on each other's nerves. Yeah, we still have uh, uh, intimate moments of fellowship, meaning, you know, that's a, a nice way of saying an argument or dis- We don't argue. Dis- I couldn't tell you last time we had an argument. No, we don't argue. We, that's why I said we have intimate um, moments of fellowship or yeah. intense moments of fellowship. Yeah. We have disagreements. <laughs> um, disagreements. Um, but we're happier today. We, it is settled in our hearts that our marriage is the will of God concerning mm-hmm. us. And we're going to... Um, do the best that we can with each other mm-hmm. um, and for the Lord, even when things get tough. Can um, I say something before you go to your scripture? Uh, I guess. So we don't argue. We do not. We have disagreements. We do. We have miscommunication. Absolutely. But we don't argue. We so, do not. I, to think, the, I think we shut it down. We yeah. don't allow ourselves to get to that point. To the couple that's listening to us, I would challenge you, stop arguing. I'm not saying you're not going to have disagreements. You're going to disagree. You're going to have miscommunication, but at least take something off the table. This is part of your will, will to do it. I'm on will to be married. We don't argue. Like you said, disagreements, miscommunication, we have that, but we do not argue. So if you, if you take one thing off the table, I would dare say, taking arguing off the table, that will help. That'll put you in a, on a path to help provide stability in your marriage. And for somebody that's going to take discipline, mm-hmm. and um, you're going to have to be willing to put your fleshly desires aside, because our flesh would say, okay, I want to go off. Our flesh would say, I want to give them a piece of my mind. First of all, stop giving away your pieces. We all we need all our pieces, right? <laughs> so you know, don't allow your your flesh to to ruin a good thing. Cause our flesh will mess things up. Cause I'm mad and I'ma let him know it. I'm mad and I'ma let her know it. Or oh, I'm mad, so I'm gonna storm out. Or oh, I'm mad, so I'm gonna come home late. Or oh, I'm mad, I'm gonna do the opposite of what mm-hmm. I know they would like for me to do just to uh spite them. Nope. That is not the will of God concerning your marriage. And I wanted to read a scripture in, because we were talking a few minutes ago about other people are watching, your children are watching, you know, family members and 
leaving a legacy. And I wanted to read this scripture in Joshua 4, verse 4 through, I think, 6. <laughs> you got um, it right in front of you. I, I do. 6. I wanted to, because you asked me before I read my scripture and I couldn't remember uh, how much of it oh, I wanted to okay. read to make the point? Yeah, I did the same thing earlier. Okay. I'm just yeah. So don't 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 don't, don't come for you. Don't come for me. Yeah. Um, then Joshua called the twelve men, whom he had prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe, a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God unto the midst of the Jordan, and take you up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of tribes of the children of Israel, talking about their, their family members. This may be a sign among you that when your children ask their fathers in time to come saying, what mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Basically, he was telling them to leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. And what you do today is leaving a legacy. You get to choose if that legacy is going to be uh, good for your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and tribes to come down your lineage, if that's going to be a good legacy or if that's going to be a bad legacy. We want to pursue, we wanted to pursue our degrees because we wanted to further our education, but also there were very few college graduates in our family, we wanted to leave that legacy. Mm-hmm. We wrote a book so that someone can come behind us and read our story and be encouraged. Legacy. We are still together so that our children can see that marriage works, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and families to come. Legacy. We are imploring you to stick it out, be willing to stick it out, because... One, it's the will of God concerning marriage. And two, you're going to leave a legacy for your family that says if grandma and grandpa and mama and pop pop or whoever, you know, big mama, Medea, whoever, whatever you call Nana, uh, Mima, whatever, and, and granddaddy <laughs> and pop pop and pappy stayed together. Grandpappy. My grandpappy and my grandmammy stayed together. That says a lot, mm-hmm. and it means a lot. And so remember, to deny your flesh, it is not all about you. It's about God. It is the will of God concerning your marriage. It's just a season you're going through, and please be mindful of that. It's just a season. This too shall pass. Other seasons you've gone through, other storms, other tests, other trials— You've gone through, the Lord has brought you through it, and somehow, some kind of way you made it through, just understand this too shall pass. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any 
questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss, you may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.